On today's episode of Locked on Lightning, the Lightning win again. They go on to face the Simcoe gets his thousandth goal. We talk about it all in this episode, but first, let's play that music. Your Locked on Lightning, your daily podcast on the Tampa Bay Lightning. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Tanker. I just want to thank all of you for making us your first listen on the day. On this episode of Locked On Lightning, we're discussing Stamkos' thousandth goal, the win against the Flyers, and we talk about tonight's game against the Well, the return. Well, not the re- I guess the return or the season debut of Anthony Sorelli. Now, I would like to start this Episode off on a little bit of a weird note. Uh, I'm going to give you a little bit of secret. A little bit of a secret about the podcasting biz. It's beneficial mutually to the listener as well as the host is if when the host records the show that he or somebody affiliated with the show post it. That was something that we forgot to do here at Locked on Lightning Friday night. And I kind of figured, you know, I actually did. We didn't even realize it until midway through today. I'm recording this Saturday night, moments before the Lightning take the ice against the Toronto Maple Leafs. And I said, you know what? Let's scrap it. Let's build it back up from the ground up. And and we're here talking moments before the game starts. And and so I'm glad that we 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 kind of messed up there because we get to talk about Anthony Sorelli. We get to talk about more about Steven Stamkos and we get to do another kind of we I guess in-game segment kind of talking about the game as it goes on and, and so really we're starting off I guess on where we kind of left off last on the last episode uh if you didn't listen to that episode where we watched we were watching the game while talking about the Bruins game we were watching the 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 Flyers game and Steven Stamkos scored his thousandth goal and I mean, it, this isn't. I'm not going to go on a long spiel here because I've, I think I've said more than enough about Stammer at this point in his career that he is the face of the franchise. There's no question about it. Uh, he, I, I think Steven Stamkos will forever be synonymous with the Lightning, and and you know how like. I, I guess the best comparison because there, you know, there are a lot of great players, obviously, in the history of the NHL. But you'd be shocked how many of them don't spend their entire career with the same team, which is something that I, I kind of figure at this point will happen. I'd be shocked, but um, I, I guess like Mario Lemieux, Sidney Crosby. I guess you know both Penguins there, both very good examples about of of, of players. Uh, who spent their entire careers with teams and, you know, are, you know, when you think of those franchise, those franchises, you think of those players and vice versa. So I really look at it that way uh, with the Tampa Bay Lightning. You know, obviously there has been a ton of great players that have worn the Lightning black, white, and blue. But I think Steven Stamkos, I think we could at least all agree. And comment below if you're watching this on YouTube, uh, comment below. What do you think 
because I'm curious when you think of the Tampa Bay Lightning, or you know, if you're gonna think, I, I know it's hard to kind of talk about the future here right now. And and Steven Stamkos has a ton of hockey ahead of him. You know, he's 32 years old. He he, <clears throat> I think I said on last episode, he could probably play till he's 39, 38, maybe 40. Who knows? I mean, with with what sports medicine is doing these days. Um, but yeah, I, I think when he's done, he'll have, I mean, he's approaching 500, uh, 500 career goals. Uh, he's got the thousand, uh, points. He's going to get the thousand games, uh, a lot of milestones. He's got two cups as a captain, uh, back to back, nonetheless, two straight, uh, yeah, two straight. And then three, uh, in a row finals appearances four total. So, I mean, he's got the resume, obviously, for the Hall of Fame. He's going to get his number retired. He's going to get the statue. Uh, I've stated multiple times he has. I, I think the pedigree underneath his belt as a as a captain to really where I think he, if you had to make a Mount Rushmore or a top five of, if you will, of the best goaltender, I mean, the best captains, excuse me, of all time, I think Steven Stamkos has to be in that conversation. I mean, you know, there could be some argument here and there about, you know, you know, if you want to separate it by generation or, or old time, I think he's a, a no brainer uh, in, in terms of this generation. I mean, you got, you got Sid, you got Ovi, Stamkos, Taves, and, Who's really who else is out there? I mean, that's been a captain for all this time. I mean, I guess Chara. Do you want to put Chara in that conversation? I mean, that's entirely up to you. But uh yeah, interesting argument, obviously, to be made and to have once his career is up. But you know, nonetheless, great career thus far by Stamkos. You know, could probably I I you know, as much as I've criticized this team this year and I've had a little bit of a reawakening have you will uh of this team in in recent days um you know they're they, they could there's still a lot of time left with this core group to win one or even two more so <laughs> it's all about you know obviously putting it together and and the lightning will certainly be able to finally put it together for the first time all season because you know they got bogosian back you know we've we've spoken about how we were kind of struggling to begin the season, uh, you know, without Bogosian, uh, without Sorelli. And, and, you know, for the first time all year, we're finally going to get a full roster as it should be uh, for this Lightning team as they will be facing off against, uh, for the first time this season, the Toronto Maple Leafs, which, you know, I spoke about on, and, and I really think, you know, before I get to the Maple Leafs, and I'll actually save that for the second segment, but Sorelli, I, I think we need to discuss how much this Lightning team uh, was hurting without him having that presence down the middle and and really going to be interested to see, you know, I'm sure it's not going to be that, that apparent off the bat uh with with the effect that he has you know let's face it let's let's manage our expectations here this guy hasn't played since the stanley cup final uh so that's last 
June. So really, you know, it's going to take probably a couple of games or so for him to acclimate to the NHL speed. You know, who knows? He might he might score a goal in his first shift back. Who, who knows what might happen? But I think, you know, we could all agree that Sorelli has really gone leaps and bounds since the bubble. I mean, since this, this really since this, uh, since the 1920 season. So since this show came into existence, uh, when we started this show, I mean, if we're going to talk about player growth out of any, anyone that's been with this team out of this core since the show started, I mean, I think Anthony Sorelli is at the top of that list. Uh, Anthony Sorelli has really just improved immensely. You know, we, we talk about Ross Colton, how he's he's gotten better and better and kind of struggling this year. But Anthony Sorelli, he's <clears throat> we've been talking about it since uh, this show started that, you know, if he could get it all together, if he could really start to get things going and play, you know, at that NHL level up here, up in his head. We're talking about a yearly Selkie finalist, and and I think that anytime you add a guy like that to your team, uh, defensively alone is going to help your team dramatically. And you know the Lightning, we've spoken; it, it's been talked about not only on this show but also on other outlets, whether it be you know on the Athletic or the uh, you know online publications. Um. You know, the Lightning have struggled down low in front of the net, in front of Vasilevsky. Uh, they've struggled on the break at certain points. You know, obviously a lot has been made uh, with Victor Hedman, you know, kind of not really looking like himself, but looked a lot better in the previous games against Boston and Philly. Uh, so really hoping, and, and and I really think, you know, it's we're not going to see a dramatic offensive output from Sorelli just yet I think really you know I would like to see you know as as well as the Lightning have done in the face-off circle over the last couple of games uh, I would expect them to only get better you know six I think the Lightning had 65 percent in the face-off circle yeah they did the other night against Philly which you know let's face it Philly's not really a good team this year they're one of the worst teams in the league um a team that's easily forced into mistakes. And, and you know, whenever you control the puck possession game against a team like that, I mean, your chances of winning are are very high. So I would expect, though, with Sorelli back in the lineup tonight, especially, and, you know, as we start to see him really get comfortable and back up to speed, we'll start to see the face-off numbers start to go up and up. You know, not 65%, but I would like the Lightning to, to hover around 50%. I think that's a good number to strive for. And then I think the pen- the penalty kill and the power play will, will get better. I know the power play has gotten a lot better, but I think the power play uh, will, will definitely be more consistent. You know, we're not going to see these large gaps here and there. We're not going to see the 0 for 3s, the 0 for 4s, you know, here and there. We're going to see the 1 for 3s, the 1 for 4s. We're going to see consistency in that game. And I think that really... You know, we, we talk about the big names on this team, but I really think at the same time, uh, we're also going to be, you know, a large part of that's going to have to do with uh, 71 back in the lineup. So hopefully we see a good performance out of Sorelli, especially his first couple of shifts back on the ice. So excited to see that. Um, and and last time I checked, 
if I'm not mistaken, the lightning, I'm pulling it up on my phone if you're watching on YouTube and wondering what I'm looking at. Uh, the lightning were minus 134 favorites tonight. Um, they're actually doing a nice montage pregame for Stamco, so that's nice. Um, and and the Maple Leafs are actually plus 112 underdogs in this, so you know, not too bad of a difference. I mean, the Maple Leafs are ahead of the Lightning in the division, which, you know, I kind of like that scenario for the Lightning when they go into a game against uh, Toronto. So we'll, we'll, we'll talk about more about that in the second, in the second uh, segment. And I hope you put money on those odds because I think those are good odds, good enough if you want to make some money. And I hope you definitely did it with today's sponsor because I'm reminding you that today's sponsor is brought to you is today's episode is brought to you by Bet online now. Bet online is the fat is your number one source for sports betting, sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from football to basketball, soccer, esports, and most importantly, hockey. They're always fast and easiest way to get your betting fixed. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. And I just want to remind everybody, uh, if you haven't already, please go ahead and subscribe to the show. Uh, hit the notification button when you subscribe to us on Instagram. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry, on, on YouTube. Uh, and we are we could be found on Twitter at LO underscore lightning, uh, LO underscore lightning on Twitter, and then locked on underscore lightning on Instagram. I'm, I'm podcasting, I'm, I'm recording, and also looking at this very nice touching montage that they uh you know they're showing all the ups and downs and all the uh the good the great moments from stan Coase's career I, I mean one of the things that really comes to my mind when i think about uh stan Coase is when he had that big injury when he went went into the the goal the the goal post and broke his leg and then you know kind of like the struggle he had a little bit here and there and then obviously the other moment that i always think of with stan Coase, uh is uh you know, when he was hurt at the end going into the into, you know, when the when the league stopped because of covid and then uh, it looked like he was coming back for the playoffs, uh, had that abdominal injury or I don't, I don't remember. I think it was the, the, the lower body injury. And then he came back for game three. Uh, I built no game uh, game five in the Stanley Cup final. And uh, no, it was game three. Yeah, it was game three because then he came up and put on his pads for game five, but uh, scoring that goal in only, I think it was three minutes of ice time. And, and even, you know, if you don't know this when, on that shot, when he scored that goal against Dallas, he actually tore his abdominal muscle, uh, which I can only imagine how painful that was. But I think with all the, the adrenaline that comes with playing in a Stanley cup final, uh, I, I think really that wasn't something that bothered him in that moment, but yeah. So, uh, like I said, you know, great career by Stamkos. Uh, you know, no small feat reaching a thousand points in your career, um, but at the same time, nowhere even close uh, to to even remotely being finished. So, uh, can't wait to see where he ends, uh, and and hopefully he could tack on to that tonight uh, against division rivals, the Toronto Maple Leafs, which I I love. I, I think I've said it here multiple times on this show, and I'm pretty sure probably some of our listeners are just sick of hearing it by now. If you are, too bad. I'm going to keep saying it and saying it. Uh, I, I My favorite games by far that the Lightning play 
are the ones against the Atlantic Division, uh, especially the Boston Bruins, especially the Toronto Maple Leafs, because those are the teams uh, that really consistently, you know, last year we had Florida. Florida's kind of taken a step back this year, you know, not too far off the pace that the Lightning are, only three points behind. But uh, where the Lightning are, you know, we're not looking behind us. You know, we're looking ahead, and ahead is Toronto and Boston. Uh, with Boston, with Boston, um, nine points ahead, and then you got um, six points ahead uh, with Toronto. So definitely a very important two points tonight, and that we wrap things up uh, in in regulation tonight. So, um, you know, random thought. I wonder if Jay Feaster. Um, if they recorded something for him, we definitely gotta, I definitely gotta reach, we definitely gotta reach out to him. Um, you know, cause he did, he was the one, obviously, if you listen to the episode, if you haven't go back, uh, we've had former lightning general manager on the show multiple times, big friend of the pod. Um, uh, you know, Jay Feaster, uh, drafted him first overall pick. And, and, you know, jokingly, I remember when, when Jay was on the show, I asked him, was there any conversation remotely about going another way other than Stamkos. And uh, I think whether it was off camera or during the show, Jay said to me, uh, you know, unless I didn't want to keep my job, I think the the right choice or the, the choice then was definitely Stamkos. So glad definitely that he uh, drafted him. But uh, yeah, I, I think for tonight's game, um, I, I think that this is going to be somewhat similar of what we saw in Boston. I don't think it's going to come, and, and I might sound a little crazy for this, but I don't think it's going to come as easy as what we saw against Philly. Uh, you know, that was a physical game. Philly's definitely going to bring it. Uh, and I know Toronto is definitely going to bring it tonight. I think there's a lot of, at least for the Toronto side, I don't think that really any of the guys on on Tampa are really thinking about that playoff series from the opening round. But I definitely think that there's some players on Toronto um, that are definitely going to, are, are definitely going to take how they felt and how things ended um, against, you know, the lightning last year uh, to heart. And, and they're still thinking about that and still upset about it. And you're definitely going to go out there and make your feelings known through your play. So, you know, even though the lightning are at home, uh, definitely a um, a game in which you're going to have to, you know, keep your eyes open, not relax into it. You're going to have to go from the opening puck drop. Uh, you're going to have to go out there, play physical, play hard, uh, take control of of the game through puck possession. Uh, you know, kind of take take the blueprint that you had the the winning blueprint from Philly and and you know the loss to Boston, even though that was. Even though, you know, like I said at that time, when I redid my recap, uh, even though it, you, you always want to go out there and win a game, I still thought that was nonetheless a productive loss for Tampa because I feel like, and I've probably said this on the show multiple times before, but I feel like there's always something to be learned uh, from a loss um, and, and definitely something you can carry with you uh, into the next game. And, and I think that we saw that carryover in the Philly game. So, um, you know, curious to see what gets carried over exactly into, into tonight's game against Toronto. Obviously the players you want to worry about, 
tonight. Uh, you know, other than other than uh, Austin Matthews, uh, definitely Mitch Marner, who's just com- completely red hot. I think he's up to 18 points. I don't know if he if it's ended yet, but he's had last time I heard he had an 18 point streak, which is like insane right now. Um, obviously Austin Matthews, William Nylander, uh, John Traveris, who's had a better year this year. You know, if you listen to this show before in the playoffs last year, uh, I kind of like to rag on, on Tavares, um, just because of like the big deal that has happened. Um, the whole big deal of him going to Toronto and free agency, and <clears throat> the, the Maple Leafs paying him all this money and just you know, him kind of just disappearing, you know, especially in that playoff series, you know, that's what, what I took from it. You know, I kind of figured there was moments in that series where, you know, obviously everyone's going to focus on, on Matthews and Nylander and Bunting, uh, <clears throat> who's another player, obviously Michael Bunting, who had a phenomenal year last year, who finished in the Calder Trophy uh, standings. But uh, I always like to rag on Tavares because, you know, he doesn't make as big of an impact as I think for a guy who's getting paid that much money. Um, but I, I think he's really had a year where we're starting to see, at least in my mind, the John Tavares that the Maple Leafs, um, Maple Leafs signed. And I think a lot of that goes into the coaching that has been done this year by, by Sheldon Keefe. So, uh, kudos to him. And then, you know, this, if you look at this, uh, this Toronto team, I mean, there's really not a player that you can't look past, uh, you know, after this, after the first line, even defensive pairing, it kind of gets a little shady there for them. But, uh, that first line, uh, with Giordano and Hall, I think that's as solid as you could find around the NHL. I mean, obviously there's, there's lines that are better or just as good, but that's a pretty solid line there as well. Um, I think tonight's game is going to be won by the depth. I don't think we're going to see, <coughs> excuse me. Um, I, I think really what's going to come down to is depth, uh, discipline and puck control. And I think the team that does that, I think is going to come out on top. I think it's going to be a, a low scoring game for the most part. I think we're going to see maybe, Two one, maybe three one with the ex the, the empty netter at the end. Uh, but I fully expect the Lightning to come out with a lot of energy, especially on Steven Stamkos night. You know, celebrating his one thousandth career point, and I expect him to go out there play with a lot of energy. Like I said, play disciplined hockey. Uh, there's also going to be a lot of energy around Sorelli coming back too. So. Uh, really excited to see how this team responds. You know, we we talk about it. We talk about it. We talk about what we think is going to happen. And at the end of the day, the Lightning need to go out there and execute. And I think they will against their division rivals. So wrapping things up, I'm going to predict a 3-2 Lightning win. Stamkos gets a goal tonight. Uh, I think Sorelli will pick up an assist. I think we see Nick Paul continue to kill the, the, the Maple Leafs. He picks up where he left off from that first round against them last year and i'm gonna say sergachev scores another goal and hopefully i'm right i i think i've been pretty accurate for the most part uh with predictions on this show over the last three seasons or so so hopefully 
uh, that stays true. Let me know below what you think of those predictions on YouTube. Like I said, hit that subscribe button, hit that notification button, hit that thumbs up and drop a comment below on our YouTube page. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell your kids, tell whoever follows Lightning Hockey that the number one lightning source uh, podcast is on YouTube and to go ahead and subscribe uh, and drop a comment, drop a question so we can do some mailbag. I want to hear some mailbag questions. And if you and if you don't have us on YouTube, we're available on audio on every audio platform that distributes podcasts. Uh, So that's Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, wherever Stitcher. Uh, so wherever you f- listen to podcasts and audio form, we are there as well. And once again, go ahead and, and follow us on our social media pages at L underscore lightning on Twitter, as well as locked on underscore lightning on Instagram. So that's been it for them for this episode of locked on lightning part of the locked on podcast network. I'm your host, Adam Tanker. I'll talk to you in